Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO, free impartial advice on all your debt. Continue his rapid ascent. Campbell. This is something that comes along every now and then in generation, and it's special, and it's no hype. This is Coogan Cassius for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. It's a beautiful Monday morning. I'm at the. Beautiful, yeah. Beautiful. Mm. The offices here of Mr. Billy Joe Saunders. You're not just a boxer, you're quite a businessman as well. Oh, I'm trying, Coogan, I'm trying. Not much of a businessman with this rain today, mate. Rained off, very cold as you can see, very cold, very lonely, I need a, I need a good present from someone. Is it going to be a bleak Christmas in the Saunders household? It's a bleak Christmas for everyone isn't it? It's a bleak Christmas for everyone, I think that uh, this year has been a bit of a shambles but hopefully on to bigger and better things next year moving forward, moving forward Mr Coogan. Let's uh, drop back to Saturday night, we saw... Uh, Sal Alvarez Canelo with a, a comprehensive display against Callum Smith. What were your thoughts on the fight? Did anything surprise you? Did it go as you thought it would go? Coogan, I'm going to be totally uh, honest. I've only watched the highlights. Um, I don't really take too much watching Canelo's fights because it's not watching him to see what he does good. It's, it's, null it's nullifying and not letting him do what he does good is the way to win. And um, I thought Smith would have uh, held the centre a little bit more from what I've seen um, and been a little bit busier because it was a very, very slow-paced fight. And I can, I can understand why there was probably no rehydration clause on, on Smith to let him go heavier and, you know, let him have the power, but to take the, the snap and the sting away. But... Um, listen, he'd done, he done well. He'd done his family name proud and, you know, he'd done... He done uh, he done himself justice getting in the ring and going twelve rounds, but there was probably a couple of little things if he watched it back. I've only seen the highlights and uh, I thought he could have done a little bit better. But look, it's one of them. If you have her off night, you have her off night. Like I say, he's moving to one seven five. I'm hearing um, maybe the weight was a little bit of an ass with four and a half weeks, five weeks notice maybe. So like I say, he didn't really get a fair crack at the whip really did he if you look at it you know five weeks four and a half weeks notice to go over there and fight the pound for pound number one um but look it is what it is he went and done it he tried he went and took uh he went in he went and tried to do the job but it just didn't it didn't plan out the way he wanted to go so you know i suppose he'd be uh he'd be thinking about his next move and with his family and that and uh probably moving to 175. Bill, I know it's, well, like you just said there, um, Callum Smith was given four weeks' notice for this fight. He would have already kind of been in a, in a pre-camp knowing that potentially this fight was going to happen. But how much of a difference does that make when you are fighting, like you said, elite pound for pound, probably the best fighter in the world currently today uh, in Canelo, if you don't have that kind of full 12-week camp, which is what you'd want, surely, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, look, a lot of people say, oh, yeah, you know, he's done the weight well, he looked good and all this rubbish but really when you're fighting someone like that you need to get the mind right you need to get everything right and you know in four and a half weeks the only thing they was probably doing is concentrating on getting visas and getting hotels and and uh and other bits and bobs and stuff packed 
You know, I think you, you need a good camp just to go there to zone in, you know, really need to zone in for what needs to be done with that sort of job and get your head right because you have to be 110%. It's no good coming out there and going, no, I was 90% tonight and that was the extra 10% missing because you need everything. That's what we work all our lives for too. When we get to that moment, to let everything out, to see what you got. And uh, some nights, if if it's not there or you're not prepared right or you ain't had enough notice, it can be uh, it can be effective in the fight. I know you would never begrudge another man getting an opportunity, even if that meant you didn't get it. And that was kind of the situation here. But were you watching, or say you didn't watch the whole fight, but were you looking at that thinking, that that really should have been me in there tonight? Not really, no, because I, I, I know that, look, what's meant to be won't pass you. And, and I knew that from day one, when they started saying we're offering Billy Joe Saunders out in September, we're offering him a September date, that was just to fuck around, to take the, probably the steam off and Callum, because the September date didn't happen, and they probably knew deep down that wasn't happening. So I knew I'll, I'll always be ready for December, but when I didn't hear anything, you know, it was getting a bit later on in the year, I said to uh, my management, MTK, we all made the decision to, look, let's just move on, let's not wait around, and obviously got the fight with Murray, but... Look, good luck to Callum Smith. Never, ever, ever would I uh, sit back and think, oh, you know, it should have been me because he deserved his chance as well. You know, he's done some good things in the sport and, you know, he got the chance. So hopefully now I was on the text Eddie and said, look, let's make the fight and my management MTK. So um, hopefully the fight can get made now. You know, there's no, there's no bigger fight to be made at the weight. I was talking to Peter Fury yesterday and he made the point that Callum Smith is unified champion, Ring Magazine number one, so he's got all the kind of credentials in that respect. But he said him going against Canelo is almost like the difference in experience between the two, who Canelo's been in the ring with over the space of like 50 or 60 fights compared to where Callum's been in his career. There was a vast difference. How much of a, a factor was that going into the fight? No, I don't, I don't think it's, it's experience because you can't, get as much, you can't ask for much more experience at that level than what Callum's got. Um, and Callum should have really used a little bit more size in his advantage. But I just felt, when I was watching it, I just looked at it and thought, it looks like a, a cruiserweight pace. The fight was a, cruiser, a cruiserweight pace and it was a little bit, it was just, it was just a little bit slow. And that's what Canelo loves. When you're just going to stand there and you know you want to walk around and let one or two free go, we know Callum's strong, but Canelo's an explosive counterpuncher. So if you're just going to stand there and let him fight at a slow pace, he's going to counterpunch with effect. And uh, you need to keep him busy, active, thinking. You know, you need to get little triggers going. And I just think that Callum missed that. I mean, I think he was only out there, what, a week before the fight? I've been out there before, like, I've been to LA before and it took me 10 days just to, well, it took me, I wasn't out there 10 days, it took me, uh, I was on about Canada there, it took me 10 days to get um, in line there with time zones and in LA I didn't get it after a week, six days, but uh, I was still very tired, so, you know, look, there's a load of things you look into, look, really, Callum Smith should have been out there in, in Vegas or wherever he boxed Texas for the last four weeks and he only got four and a half weeks notice, so, look, I'm not going to take anything away from Canelo. It was a great performance. He's a great champion. He's done big, big things for the sport of boxing. And uh, he's kept us up there, you know, in big talks in boxing because, you know, the big fights he's been involved in and, and he's a big name. But I'm not going to take anything away from Canelo from the win because it's, it's all deserved and all worked hard for. But there's a couple of things I'd like to uh, try a little bit different. During the fight, obviously, Callum sustained a, a bicep injury, which, I mean, a few people clocked that during the fight, actually, but the majority of people realised that after the fight. But 
I mean, how much of a factor? I mean, if you, again, if you're going to go in against someone like Canelo, um, that's not... You want everything kind of in your favour as much as you can. So him sustaining that wouldn't have helped either. No, definitely not. But look, you know, was it... It's one of them, it's an injury, it happened. And, you know, we don't know the extent of the injury yet, obviously, but it looked it looked very, very bad, as we've seen. And uh, was it his... Was that his uh, left hand? His jab? Well, left or right, either way. You still want two hands fighting Canelo. But even if it's his jab, you need that jab. And uh, I just felt that he just let Canelo, ta he let Canelo take his space a little bit. And, you know, like I say, look, no one knows the full extent. Do I blame him for taking the fight, really, from a financial point of view? No. You know, the setback is made. You know, people can, can say he didn't do this, he didn't do that. But the man's done brilliant things in the sport. And uh, he's, he's earned himself that, that retirement check to lay down. And if he wants to make a move and box again, he can. If he don't, he don't have to. But I feel there's more left in him. Um, maybe, maybe it's not the weight. Maybe he just, he just didn't have enough time to prepare. Maybe he wasn't 100%. He, he felt he were 100% and felt he could win the fight. You know, but actually being prepared to do so and to think is, is, is a million miles away. Is that why you took yourself out of the running a few months ago? Because you know if you was in the running that you would have only have been kind of given possibly four or five weeks when the fight was announced. Uh, I think we was like six weeks out, Coogan, and, you know, I had no trainer around me, no nutritionist around me, no proper gym around me, no, nothing like that. So I'm not going to put myself into, into the firing line to, to, to undo everything I've ever done in life in boxing. If I get beat by the better man, I could sleep at night and go, do you know what, I've done everything in my, in my powers to do. I got beat by a better man, he's a better man than me. But I've been believing for, some, for so many years now and, and, and I've been believing I can beat Canelo and, and I believe in my own heart that I've got the tools to do the job. And if I didn't get in there and do it, it would be absolutely gutting to do. Gutting thing to live with, obviously, if, if I made the decision of, oh, I'm just going to go there and pick a few quid up, you know? Um, and hope to be all right. You know, I need to make sure to be prepared to beat that man, and, and I will, and I will. So I'm just waiting now, obviously, for um, for the chance. If not, then obviously we move on to uh, to the next step. But I won't be waiting around long. If if the fight wants to get done and made, you know, I'm sure that I know we're in the Christmas period now. But before the next two weeks, the fight definitely needs to be in strong talks, or if not sealed, otherwise we're gonna have to move on. We saw uh, Canelo, a clip, I don't know if you saw the clip of Canelo walking past Eddie Hearn, uh, saying to him, who's next? Um, and obviously, who's next kind of suggests you, but you spent this whole year almost waiting for this fight that didn't materialise. Is that what you don't want to happen in 2021? Kind of, if it's not going to happen, concentrate on whoever else and kind of move on for the situation rather than wait months and months for a fight that may or may not happen. Yeah, look, I mean, I've got another good fight who's, uh, who's in line. I mean, uh, Andrade's talking about stepping up to um, 12 stone. Um, he is and he's not at the minute, but if not, I'm sure that's the fight that, that's the other big fight that can be made quite easily and quickly. And then he can put, that, put, them, um, put them pieces together very sharp because we're both under contract to the same TV network. And, uh, you know, I, I don't, I think we both want the fight as well. So it's, it's not... You know, there's no hiccups in that fight to be made. He was very vocal during the week about you. I think he putting out several tweets with some very bizarre tags in the, in the tweets to random people around the world. Um, but yeah, he seems like 
he's very adamant that he wants that fight with you, Demetrius Andrade. Yeah, look, you know, why not? It's a chance to be a uh, three-time world champion. You know, he'll be getting paid a lot more than, obviously, um, his mandatories at middleweight. Um, and it's a good fight. It's a good fight. You know, people seem to think he's been avoided. People seem to think I've been avoided. So put the uh, avoided together and see what you get. What did you make of the whole situation regarding him and, and Liam Williams as well? Uh, look, I can understand um, Andrade's point of view, really, you know. Um, Williams, he's not been at world-class level. I think he'd, he'd admit that himself. Um, you know, he's very eye-catching to the fans at a certain level. But when we get up to another level, as we've seen in Smith, he just fell under par. Um, so, you know, I think that, you know, Williams needs to... You know, concentrate and push him for his shot, obviously, for the world title. But whether it be against Andrade, I don't know. Because I can obviously see um, Andrade's point of view of, of financial side to fight me rather than him. Because uh, it's a hell of a lot more money. And I think he's got Mungia then, which is another tough, hard fight probably for, for less money than Andrade. So probably Williams probably wants Andrade instead of Mungia as well, I suppose. So since Saturday night, have you what conversations have you had first of all with Eddie Hearn? We obviously know uh, your management MTK will be dealing with all this, but have you had any conversations with with Hearn? No, I had a good conversation with my management team uh, the very next day. Um, you know, just we had a catch up, and we you know we, we we're pushing very very hard for the fight from both sides um, for the Canelo fight. So I text Eddie. Obviously, he's, uh, he's, I think he's just landed back this morning, so he's been a busy man. But I'll let him get his next couple of days out of the way, his Christmas bits together, and uh, be on the phone, try to get this fight made. Because, you know, I I'm missing that big, big defining fight now, that big to get your airs on the back of your neck stand up. And uh, I think that you'll see the best of me. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people, you know, can talk a good game, but when it comes to it, can't find a way where I've never been in the ring before in my life and never found a way. Whatever it is, sparring, fighting, you know, wherever it's been, I've always found a way. And I think that's what you've got to have in life to beat someone like Canelo Alvarez. You've got to have more than just a boxing brain and boxing ability. You've got to have that craft around you, that all-round craft. And uh, it's a good fight, and I think it's a fight that should happen. Um, you know, it's a, it's a unification. It's, it's one of the biggest fights out there now, so why not get the deal done? When people talk about you, and I've heard a lot of people say this over the years, that you're the man to trouble Canelo. You're the man to kind of give Canelo nightmares and all this. But sometimes that might not be enough. So why are you so convinced that you're the man that actually beats Canelo? Coogan, I'd like to be in a, I would love to be in a situation where it sounds a bit, it sounds a little bit, uh, I don't know, it sounds a little bit weird, really. I'd like to be in a situation where I think... Fuck me, I don't know what to do here. Now think of something. From A to Z, then you've probably got to undo another fucking, another gear somewhere. I don't know, like, I'd, I'd, I've, I've never been in that situation. I've never been in that situation. And I believe on my night, I believe on my night, I've got every tour in the box to beat Canelo Alvarez. And I, I, I'm, I, if I wanted to get my money, I could have got my money a couple of times and fucked off. You know, it's not about that. You know, it's not just about the money. You know, the money comes with that. But, you know, the chance to say that, you know, let me win that fight and let me take all them bounce home, you can keep the money, keep it, have it. I'll give it away, you can have it back. 
but give me a fair result. And, uh, you know, you can't take anything away from him. You have to give credit where it's due. And I have to take my hat off to him and salute him and say, look, he's a great champion. He's a good, good fighter. Um, he's got a good team around him. Um, but I just feel that I've got the beating of him. And I think I watched it again and, you know, on them highlights, when I was watching it, it was very slow. Like, it was, a, it was too... You can't fight at that pace with Canelo. Impossible to fight at that pace with him. Because an heavyweight come unstuck. Never mind Callum Smith. You cannot afford to fight at that pace with him. And uh, I think that was a big... That was a big letdown, really, for me, because I thought that Smith was going to come out and, you know, pick the pace up that he did against Groves. I know Groves was, was old and worn and torn and that and, and done, but... You know, look, he can set back and go home and can put his feet up and say, look, I'll give it my best on the notice I, I got took and, and give it on. You know, he, he didn't get really a fair crack at the whip and I got to, you know, I got to salute him as well. So, you know, um, but I, there shouldn't be a reason why this fight can't be made now. So I know that MTK is very confident the fight can be made as well as Eddie Earn. So uh, let's get it on. In action the night before, Canelo was uh, Triple G, Gennady Golovkin. Did you watch any of the, the highlights from his fight? I didn't really watch it, no. no. Not even I like Is that an option for you for 2021 as well? It's a fight that's obviously you've been linked with for, for years you know as well. Coogan, I'm realistic. I'm very, very realistic. I, I don't lie to myself. And I'm very, very honest. I know that fight's never going to happen because there's too much money on the line for him to fight Alvarez and probably say see you later. Probably out of the Alvarez fight. If he had Alvarez fight next and I had my fight and won and you know Alvarez didn't want it and he was on the table, he probably would take it. But... Um, I know it's not going to happen anytime soon with me and him because he's just he's getting that age now where he don't want someone young, fresh around him, bouncing around. He wants someone standing in front of him and, and going to have it with him. And probably that's the Canelo Alvarez style suits him. You know, stand in front of him, have a bit of a trade up. It's a good fight, but it's a bit boring now, isn't it? You know, I thought I thought Golovkin won the first fight. If it had been one all, it would have been something you could have said, oh yeah, let's have a third one. But a draw and a win for Canelo is pretty much saying you're not ever going to get a win here. Mm. So it is what it is, mate. Um, just before I do let you go, I do want to uh, flash back to not this week and the weekend before. Anthony Joshua uh, knocked out Kubrat Pulev. It seems like... What round? Round nine. Round nine. Round nine. Um, it seems like another piece is in the jigsaw to make the AJ Fury fight. Well, what was your assessment of his win? Yeah, good win. Um, again, another one doing big things for, for, for the British uh, boxing scene. Anthony Joshua, you have to take it off to him because, you know, he put in a good performance, a good shift, um, and keeping the sport in the in the spotlight. So, you know, it's it's uh, I can't wait to see him in Tyson fight. Can't wait, and I, I'm sure that it's that much money on the line, and and there's that much there's not there's that much revenue to be collected from this fight that everybody can afford to eat. So I'm sure that both parties, uh, BT Sport and Sky Sports, can work together as well. Um, what did you make of Joshua kind of not really being that vocal in people's opinion about Tyson Fury after he knocked out Pulev? That was picked up on, talked about quite a lot over that week. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, just because he, he don't talk about it doesn't mean he don't want it. You know, there's a lot of money to say a man don't want and a lot of attraction to a, to a sport, what you love, to say, look, a man don't want that. So, you know, I, I take that as a pinch of salt, really. I'm sure that he's just as eager to make it as Tyson Fury. Um, Eddie Earn's been very vocal about the fight in recent weeks, so, you know, I suppose he's leaving it to his team to sort out. Same as me, I leave my stuff to, uh, to my team, MTK, to sort out. And it's just less of a headache and hassle, really. 
You know, when you've got a good management company, it's just one of them where you can set back and think, do you know what, I haven't got to worry, I have a deal with it. And um, I think that's the sort of situation that Anthony Joshua's put himself in. He's built a good team around him and he's letting them take care of business. But you stick to what you've been saying for a numerous years, that you've, you still feel AJ, um, Fury beats AJ. I mean, 50 grand still on and I'll have plenty more if he wants it. Mr. Let's have it, let's get the bet on. Let's up the stakes. Yeah? 100%. What would you up the stakes to? Listen, let's up the stakes, whatever he wants. Whatever he wants. I like the stakes because I just know that, you know, Tyson's a special breed of creature when it comes to boxing and, you know, we're cut from the same cloth. It's, it's one of them. I know he'll always find a way. And uh, it's very hard to get that in, in boxers now, to find a way. You know, um, we, we've seen it over so many years and we ain't seen heavyweight like that for the past, what, 10 years? Since, what, Lennox Lewis, really? So, yeah, I think that's uh, it's one of them. It's one of them. It's a good fight, and it, it, rightly so, it should happen. So I'm hoping 2021 we can see that. It's just uh, it's just a shame about all the fans nonsense, isn't it? No more fans. And okay, uh, a few days before Christmas, have you got any any positive message to put out to people that supported you, people that haven't supported you, just people in general? No, listen, I've got to say, listen, um, all have a good Christmas. Hope you have a safe one and um, an happy new year. Hopefully some big, big fights to look forward to in 2021. But the main thing is obviously our family's health and strength. Everyone's happy and content and, and health. Health's good. So that's the main thing. So God bless you all and have a good Christmas. And a final message to Canelo? Let's dance 2021. Let's go. See who the daddy is. God bless you all. Adios amigos, Gogan. Adios amigos, brother. And Ryan Garcia continue his rapid ascent. This is something that comes along every now and then in generation, and it's special, and it's no hype. Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO, free, impartial advice on all your debt.